this it is new year's day 2022 um interesting stuff man interesting stuff this new year uh let's see i gotta hope this year's better than last year in 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 a lot of ways because man first of all 2021 seemed like it was about three days long. I don't know about you, but it really flew. It was full of hope and promise. Um, For a minute there, we thought the pandemic was over. Seems that is not the case any longer. It is far from over, but different. And my thoughts on it have evolved quite a bit, too. Um a lot of things I want to chat about real quick uh, this week. So, obviously no guests this week, but there will be guests in 2022. I have a couple already scheduled. So that's going to be cool. Um, all right, so quick thoughts. Pandemic. Um, obviously, I'm not the first person to say this, but it has dawned on me and and really kind of hit home for me lately that you know, this is going to become endemic, which means it's just part of our life now. Um, I told somebody the other day, I think, it's so crazy that there's, you know, debate on this and all this talk about, you know, vaccine mandates and stuff like that. It's like, we've always had it. I mean, you guys remember when you were a little kid? My kids even have them, you know, because public school is so slow to change. Um there's like a yellow card, your vaccine card that they keep on file at school and at your doctor. It's it's more electronic now, but it's not the point. There's a card, there's a, a list of all the vaccines that your kid needs to have to attend the school. It is a mandate. Measles is on there, MMR is on there, polio is on there. And now COVID is going to be on there. So all these people that are protesting mandating vaccines, especially for kids, for diseases. This is not new. We're just adding to the list. If you looked at that card that you had, there's probably some blank spaces on there for write-ins. You know, um, well, I'm, I think from now on those cards are going to get printed with COVID-19 on the list, and you're going to have to get those vaccines to go to school. You're going to have to get those vaccines to do things. We don't have to mandate it in adults because we had it when we were kids. This is a new disease. Newly added to the card, therefore we have to treat it as such. And just we're just too stupid as a human race to remember, I guess, how those things got started. We just kind of inherited them and now there's this new one and people are protesting as if they didn't even realize they already did this for so many other things. So I hope it doesn't cause people to have vaccine hesitancy across 
the full spectrum of vaccines and all of a sudden not start not getting vaccines for other things. And then we see measles and polio and all this stuff that we've pretty much gotten rid of uh, come back because we're bad at communicating science. So that's the one thing. So it becomes endemic, right? And then I think where we go with the masks maybe is uh, very similar to how, you know, uh, some cultures, I know in particular uh, Japan did it with masks for years. I mean, I've been traveling for, you know, a long time around the world and, and you would always see, it seemed to only really be Japanese folks, but maybe Chinese folks as well. Definitely Asian countries. Um, you'd see them in the airport with masks on. And as an American, a stupid, ignorant American, you'd be like, you know, what's, what's going on? Why are they doing that? Well, actually, it's a courtesy. The people that had masks on before COVID-19 um, were doing that as a courtesy because they had a cold. They had the sniffles or a sore throat. So they throw a mask on so that they don't infect other people. It was a kindness, a courtesy to others. It wasn't to protect them from germs <laughs> in your country. Maybe for some people it was like that, but generally it was just a courtesy. And I think that's where I think that's where we end up here with COVID-19. Maybe not this year. Maybe it's going to take longer than that for people to figure it out, but I think where we go is um you know, you get your shot every year, like you get your flu shot every year, they'll figure out, they'll dial in the dosage so you don't have to get three shots and a booster and all that stuff. That's the other thing people don't understand is when a drug or, you know, a vaccine gets approved, they can only really approve, even if it's emergency use, they can only really approve it for what they studied, the protocol that they studied. So the protocol, the dosage, the regimen, they study that, that's the results they have, that's the only way they can do it until they do another randomized controlled trial to prove, hey, you know what? We can have the same effectiveness with, you know, one dose at a larger dose or, or you know, um, different timings. Maybe you do it every other year or something. I don't know. They'll figure all that out eventually. This is a brand new virus, brand new vaccine, and we have to, we're kind of stuck with what they studied, what they did the trial on in terms of the, the schedule and stuff. So, some countries are playing with that schedule. I know, I think it was England spread out their schedule a little bit, just like, hey, let's let's try to spread this out and see if it does better. So it'll take us a while to figure out that. But eventually you get, you know, you get your annual flu shot, you get your annual COVID shot. And if you get sick, if you get COVID and you've been vaccinated, hopefully it's mild, but as a courtesy, you put your mask on if you go out. It also can become socially acceptable that when you get a cold like COVID, you don't go to work. You stay home for five days. How great would it be if people actually got paid for that? I mean, I think that's the problem too is some people have to go to work. They don't get sick time. If they don't go to work, they don't get paid. So they have to go to work. They go to work sick, not because they're rude or mean or trying to kill other people, but because they have no choice. So, you know, we're stuck here. This is how it is. But like, 
imagine if you were <laughs> two years ago before this existed, um, if your job depended on you actually being present, let's say like, let's say something simple like being a, a, a waiter or a waitress. If you don't go to work, you don't get paid. So you have a little cold, maybe some sniffles, maybe a sore throat, you still go to work because you got to get paid. Well, what if you do that and you put a mask on? I don't know. COVID's, COVID's a whole other beast, man. But a lot of it's because it's new and we don't know what's going on yet. You know, I mean, if we were still washing down our groceries two years later and we'd learned absolutely nothing, uh, you know, then, then it'd be one thing. But we are learning. It just happens so slow. I mean, I think about when this thing first started. I remember being in line at Costco in March of 2020, towards the end of March. I think I posted on my Instagram too. It was just like this long line. It was so apocalyptic. Everybody was six feet apart. Masks on. They were rationing toilet paper and paper towels. I was like, oh my God. I hope we learn how to handle this better or I hope it goes away faster or something. It was it was crazy. We've learned a lot since then now, you know. Stores are back to kind of being stores. You throw on a mask, you go in, you do your shopping. Except, honestly, they're not back to being stores yet. The supply chain and, and what's in the stores is crazy, and the prices are crazy. Like that, I had, I had just the biggest old man thoughts today when I went to the grocery store. I got what I normally get, and it was, you know, shockingly more expensive. Shockingly more expensive. And I was like, what did you just say? Like, I'm pretty routine in what I what you get at the grocery store I think as anybody is you kind of get used to grabbing the same kind of stuff generally and uh man I was like holy shit well that can't last and then I got I got to thinking like this is some next level chess madness going on here what do they, what do they call that 3D chess instead of checkers that that's being played on us here in a way, it's a little bit of a man, an old man thought, but like, okay, so groceries are more expensive. Everything's more expensive. Why is that? Well, supply chain is interrupted, so they don't have the supply. So everything gets more expensive. Okay, supply, demand, I, I basically get that. But why is the supply limited? Well, because we're not local anymore. We have to have this stuff shipped or it's sitting in a container offshore. Or we don't, we outsourced it, you know. It's like, oh, okay, well, why'd you do that? You did that so your product would be cheaper and you could reduce your overhead so you could make more money, so you had profits, right? I get it. So you get used to your profits being at a certain point and then your supply chain's interrupted, and in order to keep the same profits or make more profits, the only thing you can do is raise the price. I get it. But wouldn't it have been cooler if we just all agreed, hey, we're having a pandemic here. It's killing a lot of people. I don't know what the numbers are now, but I think we're up over 800,000 people in the United States alone. 
And uh, you know what? Our quarterly statements aren't going to look as good because instead of raising prices on everybody because we're in a pandemic and people can't work, we're going to keep the prices the same or lower the prices. How about that? Nah, we didn't do that. Fucking toilet paper is $26 for a pack, you know, and uh, what did the one that the one that really blew me away, and I I just really haven't been paying attention if, if it's been sneaking up and it just caught me by surprise, but like a 20 ounce bottle of soda is $2. I'm such an old man. I'm talking about the price of groceries. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, it just pissed me off. Like the general principle that, you know, infinite growth, infinite growth of a company and a profit is just not sustainable anyway without cutting somewhere, first of all. And second of all, during a pandemic, do all those rules have to apply? I don't know. I guess the biggest lesson I'm focusing on right now and one that's really got me annoyed in a lot of ways and and I realize it makes me annoyed more often than I'd like to admit is a lesson I have to keep learning over and over and over and over again and I keep having to remind myself is that you cannot expect yourself from others. You cannot expect yourself from others. And that is so hard to grapple with because, you know, if you're used to doing things, uh, I don't know, your way, a certain way, the you know, a way that is effective, is... I don't know, kind, useful, efficient, whatever, you name it. Don't expect anybody else thinks the way you do or will do what you did or will do what you would do in the situation. Even thinking that is just a recipe for disaster because most of the time they're going to let you down without even knowing it. And then you carry around that that you let me down attitude for no reason because they didn't know <laughs> that you were expecting that. They're just doing what they do. I don't know. Kind of always had that though. I remember when I was younger and I was working in in retail. And I started to, uh, I became like the, a manager. And uh, I was like the second in command of the store, right? So in retail, I was the assistant manager, <laughs> not the assistant to the assistant manager in the office. Not not like Dwight Schrute, but maybe kind of like Dwight Schrute. I don't know. Um, and the assistant to the manager. And we had to open a new store and it was a lot of work. It was really hard to, to go to open a new store from the ground up. Like 
literally the shelves on the wall are empty and you have to stock the whole store and get everything ready, all this stuff. It's a, it's a lot of work. And um, it was hard work. And uh, when it was over and we opened the store, you know, I remember thinking like, and, and it was kind of, you know, one of those things where that's your last test before you have to do it yourself, before you become the, the, the manager and you get your own store. And uh, I was like, well, I did it once. And man, if I, if I did it as, as the manager and I had a, an assistant, boy, I could do this even more effectively, right? I know what I'll do next time. I know how I'll fix it. I know how I'll make it better. I'll take what I learned as the assistant and apply it to being the general manager and all that stuff. So when that finally happened, I remember that that manager that that uh, I used to work for as I was opening my own store, kind of, you know, keep in touch and say, hey, how's, how's it going, you know? And I remember saying to him, like, yeah, it's all right, but I feel like I don't have a me <laughs> to hand off to, like you had to hand off to me to get shit done. I'm doing that same shit plus all the other stuff. And I don't know, that always stuck with me. It's like, oh, I don't have a me to hand off to. Like, I, it's kind of a cross between if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself and don't expect yourself from others. And maybe it's not if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. It's more like if you want to get something done, you either have to expect that you need to allow others to help you in whatever way that is that they're going to help you and take whatever you can get as a win. Or, uh, yeah, you kind of have to do it yourself if you want everything to be the way you want it to be. And that's a lot of stress too. So... Uh, it's been a, a weird start to the new year, man. I uh, I think I've told you guys I'm I'm in the process of building, or I think I talked about it with one of the guests or something. But I'm in the process of building a studio. Uh, it'll be a podcast studio, music studio, and I'll be able to work from this space. And uh, there's a lot of things about building something from scratch that I just don't know. I mean, I'm fairly handy. I have some tools. I can do some things. Mostly finish work. Mostly like, you know, I don't know, just things that aren't the structure of a building. I've never built walls before. I've never, you know, gone from studs to a finished room and done electrical work and all that kind of stuff. I'm learning now. Um, but uh, never done it before. So, you know, I guess I could have YouTubed it or something. But <laughs> instead I, I, you know, got people to help me and, uh, well, help 
help would be help would be free i guess i'm i'm paying people to help me which is different and uh you know i'm kind of held captive by their process i can't learn it until they're there to show it to me so the schedule is not mine to dictate in this instance necessarily and how things go and what's going on in other people's lives and i do give people a pretty generous rope when it comes to that but i spent a lot of today thinking how i would have done it differently from the way i communicated it to even just doing the project at all um and i'm only really a week or so in but uh knowing what i know now about the process i immediately applied my own expectations to boy if i knew how to do this this is how i would do it and i'd be finished by now <laughs> so i spent my first day of 2022 extremely frustrated thinking about this lesson that I continue to have to learn over and over again is do not expect yourself from others. And I guess just do your best and be kind. So And there's probably a caveat there in that uh you know, you got to have some healthy boundaries and and people should be held accountable and should be accountable and all that but uh don't get taken advantage of but don't expect yourself from others so that's my lesson for for today for this new year heading into 2022 another reminder to myself about trying to make it through this this world and this this life and um live well and uh spend most of your time in a good mood <laughs> i think the rain really got to me man it rained here for i don't know a week straight and it was really brutal i don't like it some version of seasonal affective disorder I don't know. I just I would not do well in wintry places and rainy places where it's wintry and rainy all the time. I just don't like it. I think rain we needed it. It's so good to like see California soak up the water and and grow and the mountains are going to be green again for a while um till they, you know, till they burn again. Uh but uh it's beautiful and and you know everybody says oh well we needed it we did we needed the rain we were in a drought we probably still still are in a drought even though we probably got a foot of rain but uh doesn't mean i have to like it while it's happening um so maybe that has something to do with it we'll see but uh even just talking about this and thinking about it with you guys helps 
helps a lot. So I guess this is just like therapy without the therapist. <laughs> Talking to myself, trying to make some sense of this. Trying to make, uh, trying to give myself some, some peace. Hey, peace of chaos, right? All right. Well, happy new year, everybody. I hope you're having a great new year yourself. Hope you celebrated. Hope you relaxed. And I hope for all of us that 2022 goes well. And uh, we learn some things and grow and progress. And basically do better than we are right now. So, with that, happy holidays. Happy New Year. And thanks for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Take care. See you next week. Thank you.